Hello and echoey welcome to John Park's workshop. Thanks so much for uh, stopping by. So uh, let's see, we just had the big unboxing last night of Adabox 14, so I hope people were able to tune in and check that out. Uh, if you didn't, we have the uh, auto replay there uh, available, so you can check uh, check it out, even though it's not in real time, uh, and see the unboxing and uh, what we've got happening uh, in our latest Ada box. It's also probably a good time to consider uh, subscribing to Ada box so that you can get Ada box 15 when that comes out in the spring. We're uh, already starting some planning and some work on that, so I'm excited to uh, share it with you when it's time and uh, and maybe start hinting at it as we start ramping up. Uh, let's see, so uh, to get on with some, some typical business uh, after our big unboxing, we'll get, get into the flow of the regular show, uh, I wanted to mention our jobs board. So if you're not aware of it, we have a free jobs board on Adafruit. If you go to jobs.adafruit.com, uh, you can check out some exciting... Uh, Positions that are open, as well as post up your information. We've got uh, a couple of new posts here since last week. We someone looking for a lightning connector expert uh, at Glamco Global LLC, and you can work from anywhere in the United States. Contract job. Uh, looking for a professor in creative technologies on the tenure track at Barry College in Bar Mount Barry, Georgia. Uh, electrical engineer position. There's that Antarctic one that hasn't been filled yet, huh? Uh, all right, so that's the jobs board. Please uh, consider checking it out if you're looking for work or if you're looking to hire someone because it's free. Uh, next thing I'd like to do is give you a coupon code. You can get 10% off at the Adafruit store if you use this coupon code on the way out. It's Jingle Bell, Jingle Dash Bell, uh, and that's uh, good for anything you can buy in the store except for software, gift certificates, and subscriptions. But uh, there's plenty of good physical, actual stuff that you can get. Um, might be a little late for shipping for the holidays. Actually, let's let's have a look. I'm gonna let me pop open a browser window here for you, and we'll look together because I'm not sure. Ah, here's a browser window. Uh, Adafruit. Let's see. Oh, it just says that I'm live right now. Okay, that was the alert. Uh, so I'm not I'm not sure what the the shipping. Uh, Oh, that's redirecting me. We'll close that now. But if anyone knows, uh, otherwise, uh, gift certificates are probably a decent thing. You're not going to get your coupon code on that, but a gift certificate might be something to send to someone if you're looking to get someone a gift. Uh, now, since I'm talking about the store, I do have a product recommendation for product of the week. Uh, and you may have seen a little sneak peek there when I went to my browser. Uh, oh, I, I didn't update my text. Let's update that right now. Cricket. There you go. So the Cricut uh, is my product pick of the week. And I actually just used this in a uh, sort of a nice way. I have a little movie for you. So the Cricut, before I show you the movie, the Cricut, if you're not familiar with it, is our, uh, we call it a robotics platform, really friendly robotics platform. But the nice thing about it is that by being a robotics platform, what we mean by that is that it takes care of a whole bunch of stuff for you that can uh, often require either some work and difficulty or a lot of extra parts that are plugged together. Uh, all in one on this board are the uh, power. This is the big thing, getting, getting power sorted when you're doing robotics things. Uh, we have a lot of in input output for sensors. We have uh, 
motor drivers, we have solenoid uh, driver, an electromagnetic driver, we have servo drivers. We also have a NeoPixel uh, driver on it, and this is actually the use that I had for it. So this board gets a cricket, I'm sorry, a circuit playground plugged onto it. We also have a version for Feather and um, for Microbit, but on this version, you plug a circuit playground express on top of it, uh, and you can code it to do things that you, let's say, want to light up a whole bunch of NeoPixels. This will allow you to use power plugged in from the wall outlet into the Cricut, and it's going to manage uh, heavy current, uh, heavier current load than you can just off of the microcontroller itself. So uh, here you can take a look. There's a little movie I made of our Lego Christmas village that we've been building up over the years. And I decided to put a little strand of red and green NeoPixels kind of behind it to just add a little bit of glow. And uh, you can see there tucked away is my Cricut with a NeoPixel strand plugged into it uh, as well as power. And then it's just the code that's driving it is, uh, I can't even remember, I think it's in CircuitPython I wrote, some code that's uh, just turning on those NeoPixels and they're steady. They're not even twinkling or anything like that. Now here's a little closer look at it. Um, so you'll see there's a uh, ground, a current, and a uh, signal wire coming out. Those three wires are at the top of the image there, and those go to a strand of NeoPixels. Um, so that's uh, really convenient for being able to light up something like this. I'll show you another little. So you can see all those little NeoPixels back there. I didn't want to use something battery powered because I want to be changing batteries out a lot. Uh, and this made it sort of simple plug and play. I'm using one of our uh, sort of those dot NeoPixels, uh, little jewel kind of ones. Uh, so that is my product pick of the week. It's the Cricut. And uh, you might want to consider one if you're doing some, some lighting things. And this is not a heavy duty. Uh, you can see I just have a short strand on there, but you could do a lot more running off of the Cricut than you can off of a microcontroller on its own because of the power management. Uh, let's see what else is happening. Let's. Uh, let me check in with Discord. What's going on, Discord? Oh, how's our levels? I forgot to check. Hopefully not too bad. Soft-spoken. Oh, boy. Let's push that up a little bit. And let me check what, what my level in the software is. How about that? Yeah. Oh, that's going to peak there. All right. Uh, <laughs> that's a little better, I hope. Sorry about that. I should have checked that earlier. Uh, and thank you for... Uh, keeping an eye and an ear on that for me. That was C. Grover in our Discord chat. If you're interested in chatting, we have a chat over in YouTube land, and we also have a chat happening in Discord. So if you're watching on Twitch or Facebook, uh, you might want to come over to Discord for the chat. Uh, so let's see. What have we got next? Um, how about this? Why don't we take a look at our Make Code Minute? All right, let me bring up my, uh, some windows here to show you what I've got for our Make Code Minute. And uh, let's see, I'll add a down shooter to that too. Let me show you a little demo first. So I'll pop this down shooter. Oh, is that upside down? Mm, weird. Uh, so I'm going to actually take my mic off. It might make some noise here and bring it a little closer. So here's a demo.
All right, so it's Jingle Bells. I think I just got that upside down did again. Why is that doing that? There we go. Uh, so for the Make Code Minute today, I want to show you a way to compare strings uh, inside of an array to then check the index of that string to fire off another array. So what am I talking about? Well, the reason I'm doing this is that I wanted a sort of simpler way to deal with creating a little tune inside of Make Code. So uh, if you look at the code here, I'm going to hide this simulator for a second. You'll see I have a couple of big arrays, actually a few big arrays that I've defined. So one is notes, and I'm defining them as note names. So this allows me to use A, A sharp, B, C, C sharp, D, and so on for uh, note names, which is a nice way to enter them rather than using hertz, which is what this next one is. So I actually have typed in the values in hertz, the frequency of those different notes. Um, then inside of my uh, this function called define jingle bells, I've written sort of the first uh, stanza of the song based on just looking at uh, the chords on a tab sheet on the internet. It's kind of the fastest way to look at, okay, what are the, what are the main notes of this melody here? So by typing those into an array, uh, it was nice and easy. However, I can't use those when I fire off the play note, uh, this play tone block right here. Uh, instead, I need to use a number. I need to use hertz. So what I'm doing is every time I press the button here, I'm going from one to the next array in my series of Jingle Bells notes. When one of those is called, the function gets a note uh, number associated with it, which then compares what note name I've got to the number value and throws that hertz value into the play tone. Um, so if we actually, one thing that you can do here is, I'm going to open the simulator up again. If you look at the console, I'm printing these things out. So you can see song, I'm going through, I think I have 23 notes in it. So each time I press one of these, it's playing one of the notes. And it's correlating the number uh, in, in hertz to that name that's easier for me to remember. So this essentially allows us to do uh, kind of a human readable uh, text entry for something that then needs to be a number for the computer. Uh, and the last thing I'll show about that, whoops, oh gosh, I hit the wrong button. I'm all over the place. Uh, last thing I'll show about that is that comparison itself is happening right here. So I play a tone at a hertz uh, value from this list. And I have to say which number in the list is it? Is it the first item? Is it the ninth item? The way I get that is through this note names, finding the index of the value. For every number uh, in the index, we compare uh, the note name to that it was entered in the uh, function to the value. So it essentially says, they gave us a DS, so it's a D sharp. Then it goes and it checks the string and it says, is this a DS? No. Is this a DS? No. Is this a DS? No, 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 no. It finally gets to this one, which was what, like the seventh one, two, three, four, five, six, seventh one down. Now it knows what number that is and it can then grab the seventh thing from this array. Uh, so I, I know that's a little complicated seeming, but uh, hopefully, if you look at this, look at the image, I'll also include a link to the code uh, when I post about this later in a little uh, short video version of it, uh, you'll be able to correlate note 
names to numbers. And so that's one way that you can create longer, more complicated songs inside of Make Code on the Circuit Playground Express. And that is your Make Code Minute. All right. Boy, that one's going to require some editing, huh? <laughs> Thanks for sticking with me uh, live there. Um, this is how you know it's live, right? So uh, let's see. The next thing I wanted to do was show you my game pick of the week. So I've got a Make Code Arcade game of the week. And there were actually a few new ones that I saw this week that I thought were really excellent. Uh, so I'll, I'll I'll be back uh, next week as well. I'm, I'm going to have the show on the day after Christmas. Uh, it'll be more of a freeform show. I won't have a new project, but I may uh, do some teardowns or build something from scratch, uh, do some recaps, show some, some videos. Who knows what will happen? It, it should be interesting. Um, I, I promise I'll try to keep it interesting. The uh, Make Code Minute, oh, sorry, the Make Code Arcade Game of the Week pick that I have for this week is, wait for it, Airstrike, and this is by Justin Zhu. I hope I've pronounced your name correctly. Uh, Justin says this is his first game, and you need to move your fighter around and to destroy the enemies. Well, check this out. This is uh, really impressive. This was the thing that got uh, the attention of, uh, I think, Pelly at Microsoft pointed this out to me. He said, you got to check this thing out. Look at the graphics on this. So really beautiful uh, animation um, sort of cinematic style animation at the beginning of the game here. Um, and then watch when I hit A to start, we get that little zoom takeoff animation. And now we have a sort of Galaga style, uh, sort of endless uh, space invaders type of game. Uh, really impressive graphics here too on the ships, uh, the enemy ships as well as your ship. Check out here if I can avoid dying. Look at my uh, animation as I move side to side. That might not uh, flow as smoothly for you on the live stream as it does for me here, but check it out. Again, I'll put a link in this when I post about it. Uh, but we get these really nice banking animations here. So I want to take a look uh, at how those work. Uh, actually, a couple things. One is while it's, um, let me run this again. You can see while the game is playing, there's this glow from the thrusters at the bottom of the, uh, the ship. I'll stop that. And that's accomplished through this uh, animate sprite. has this array of six frames of animation. Uh, and this is not using beta. So the beta of MakeCode makes animation uh, a little easier to manage. It puts it all under one block. But you can see here, just doing it sort of the, the classic way, the classic MakeCode arcade way, uh, Justin has gone and created some nice little frames of animation that then loop, and it runs every uh, 50 milliseconds to the next one in that frame and just runs it continuously. And then the banking animation is simply inside of the control. So left button press. Uh, let me minimize this so you can see a little better. Move some stuff out of the way. So when left button is pressed, we get two frames of animation that do not loop. So it runs the first one and the second one, and then it stays on that second one. So it's the first frame, second frame. Uh, so I thought this was a really beautiful example of uh, the graphics that are possible inside of MakeCode. I don't know uh, if the art was created and imported or if it was done directly inside of the sprite editor here, but either way, hats off. It's really impressive. 
uh, as are all the nice little animations for the ship there. So that is my arcade pick of the week. It is Airstrike, so please check it out. All right, uh, let's now, what have we got next? Oh, let's take a look um, at sort of an extension of a project we had done previously. So uh, you may recall we had done a uh, Cyber Santa eyeball before. So this is, I'll show this on the overhead. So this is our uh, Santa eyeball. It's a little animation running on the TFT gizmo and the Circuit Playground Blue Fruit. Uh, and then I made a little neoprene holder on it so I could put it up to my face. So one of the cool things about our TFT gizmo is that it has a couple of uh, JST connectors, three pin connectors here for power ground and data, which you can use for uh, many things, including plugging in NeoPixels. So we have NeoPixel strips that have a um, terminate in a JST connector rather than just wires or rather than alligator clips. So by plugging that in, uh, we can drive NeoPixels and Phil Burgess created a new cut of my cyber eye here, actually his cyber eye, he created this, he created the graphic for this. Um, his cyber eye for Santa now has a NeoPixel strip on it, which is gonna sort of twinkle between silvery white and Christmassy green and red or holiday green and red. Uh, so what I thought I would do is just um, add this to, the, to a Santa hat that I have uh, and show you how you can incorporate a little bit of uh, extra holiday magic into your costume. Uh, so let's pop over to the workbench here. And see how we're gonna go about doing this. So first of all, let me actually go full screen on me here, step off to the side. So the way I built the um, eye patch, I've got some little uh, paracord and uh, clips there which can be used to, you can tighten it and you can bind it, clip it behind your head. So with that in place there, I've now got some, just, just about the perfect amount of uh, extra wire there to run it and put it up on to a Santa hat. So I had that bearded one before, but I figure I'll be muffled talking to you in that one. So I'll do a, I'll do a non-bearded uh, Santa hat. Ow, I just poked myself in the eye with the pom-pom. That's a hazard for Santa Clauses everywhere. Um, so the idea here will be, I'm going to attach this back here behind the hat. I may need to loosen that a little bit. And then I want to run this up and across. Now, I would probably recommend, we'll try it both ways. I would probably recommend placing it inside of the fur so that it glows nicely. Uh, if we can get it under, that's pretty thin, so that should work. Uh, or you could wear it out in the front. So here's, let's switch cameras. Get in pretty close. So here's the idea. It's just simply adding the glow. I kind of like that because then it's not showing off the, the trick. It's not revealing what's glowing there. Um, and you know what? I'm going to put that inside of a box so that you can actually see it. 
luckily I have my Adabox box, which was rather huge this time around. Block some lights for you there so you can see this. There you go. Just gotta get some of that direct light off of there. Oh, that looks really great. I love that. Yeah, that's gonna work well. Okay, so let's uh, move that off to the side here. And there will not be much to this. I, I may try to insert it through a seam so that we can make it um, not coming in up from the top, but instead coming in from the side and bottom. So let's uh, zoom out just a little bit there. Okay, so if that's, uh, we'll make that the front. I can probably do it right here. So there's a little existing seam in the fabric. So what I may do is just pop a couple of stitches in that and run this through. So let's try that out. Uh, let's use some scissors for that. And I'm gonna put on some glasses so I can see what I'm doing here. Uh, if you have a seam ripper, that's even better but I think mine are not in the workshop, but somewhere else right now. So let's see, I might just unceremoniously snip through. Luckily, these are not family heirloom, uh, expensive Santa hats. It's your dollar store kind of Santa hat. There we go. Make sure you can see that. Where did I come through? Okay, a bit bigger than I needed to, but we can also pin that or so a little fix. All right, so yeah, this is really a, a good, this is our um, half meter of 60 NeoPixel per meter JST terminated NeoPixel strip you'll find in the store. It's a, the only uh, NeoPixel strip we have that has JST plug on the end, so it'll be easy to find. But I think this one is really a perfect, easy fit to go with the um, TFT gizmo. And it's also really useful with the Halloween, which has that same output. Uh, and I think our Pi Gamer, Pi Badge, so a few of our boards now have that. Okay, so that's pretty good right there. I think uh, put that back in the box so you can see. Get some shadow going. All right, that's perfect. I was originally going to put this in the beard, but I like this better. I think this works out well. So let's try it on 
figure out the best way to get this on. I think I'll start with the eye. And yeah, ho, 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 Santa. All right. So obviously that's going to work a little, uh, it's, it looks brighter in real life than it does on camera, but it's, it's pretty washed out on camera. But not bad. Let's, let's come uh, back up here and you can see, and I'm just going to plan to wear this uh, for the rest of the holiday season. How do you like that? We can fix that. Uh, it's got a bit of a jaunty angle. Get to the chopper. Huh? Yeah? I like it. I uh, hope you like it too. Uh, that is our add-on for the um, existing project. And so if you uh, head to the Learn Guide, actually, let me pull this aside so I can see for a moment. Um, let's, let me go, uh, I'll open up for you the Learn Guide where you can see we actually have a prepared um, UF2 file that you can download. So let's... Uh, Show you this as I go there. Oh, I stretched it. It got mad. Make that a little smaller again. Sorry about that. There we go. Uh, so let's go to learn. And the easiest way to find this, oh, you'll see behind the scenes here of learn because I'm logged in. If I hit preview, we'll see the normal version of learn. Uh, so if you go to the Adabox uh, 14 guide, that's a really good way to get a list of all the projects that you can do. Um, so we'll find it in here. Uh, let's see, what's this one called? Cyberpunk Santa Eye uh, and TFT Gizmo Animated Eye. So if we go to TFT Gizmo Animated Eye, you'll see uh, the Terminator Eye design. And this is the one that contains uh, Santa lights down here. Highly specific cybernetic Santa Claus version that includes our Terminator Eye graphics get big there for you, uh, to use with a strand of 30 NeoPixels. Uh, you can also go ahead and uh, look at the source code for this, which is available on GitHub, and then you can download the files. It's an Arduino um, sketch, which you can then manipulate the number of uh, NeoPixels and so on if you're comfortable with that. Uh, and right now it's using the A2 port, which is that uh, port on the side of the gizmo. Uh, you can see there, these are actually labeled A1 and A2. And uh, so if you go there, that'll, that'll give you the code that you need to both run the eyeball on your TFT gizmo as well as the NeoPixels by themselves. Uh, all right, so before I go, I will uh, mention again, our coupon code today is Jingle Bell, and that's gonna get you 10% off at the store. Uh, put my cyber eye back on. I'm really liking this. Yeah. Uh, so with that, I will, uh, I will call it a live stream. And uh, I want to wish everyone happy holidays. Uh, Merry Christmas if you celebrate Christmas for next week. I will be doing the show the day after Christmas. Uh, and same with following week for the day after New Year's. So I'll be here. I hope you will too. Uh, and I hope you enjoy your friends and loved ones and maybe even some time off over these uh, 
next couple holiday weeks. Thank you so much, Freighter for Industries. I'm John Park, and this has been John Park's Workshop. Bye-bye, and ho, ho, ho. <laughs>